Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. Wanna laugh, wanna laugh. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, can you, can you go down? All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the final Valley cast of 2020. Yeah! The final Valley cast ever. <laughs> this is it. We're out. We don't know what's going to happen. There's like a 50% chance that like with the nature of the world, that could be a true statement. So who knows? Um, how was Christmas, everybody? Don't be vague, Joe. We're terrified that we won't be able to do this for another year. <laughs> do, do you see the bags under my eyes? Do you see the... Yeah. Well, uh, Christmas is lovely. I hope, I hope everybody's holiday was lovely. Uh, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or any of the other ones that Americans can name. Um, and the conjunction, if you're a conjunction celebrator, yes, congratulations. Yeah. What is um what is <laughs> Nexium what didn't Nexium members do during Christmas, you think? I think they branded each other with Christmas trees. They're like, <laughs> like Christmas cookies. They, well, ha- they all well, share the, kisses the, all day under uh-huh. the under the leader yeah. supreme kisses on the lips. had a Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, later, later Supreme had a Christmas tree brand, and then everybody else had a different ornament brand, and then they would all go around and decorate the tree. Yep. Did you guys, yeah, Joe? Did you watch the the Nexium? Did you watch any of the Nexium documentaries? I have not, and I'm not sure why I've avoided it. Just probably because I, I was like, I, I just want to tr- keep the negativity away. There's enough. I'll well, find some positivity. You know, it's like it's it's one of those things though where you're like this is really awful and sad and these people were victims and taken advantage of by a powerful terrifying man um but but it you know but they're also a lot of them are super stupid yeah and (laughs) like a lot of them were like like kind of dumb you can tell right out of the gate that like they were just targets they were marks and that's the thing including the guy mark who was probably one of the stupidest people who is like made himself look like a hero in the next game documentary and like kept kept glossing over the fact that he was complicit in almost every bad thing that had happened and made his wife sleep in a dog bed on the floor the entire time to prove his dominance over him yeah i don't need that in my life yeah but like here's the thing joe like you learn those things and you're like damn that's crazy what a what a way to spend your one chance on this planet to like try to powerfully lord over people make a little harem of women and make them do whatever you want and 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 then like it's a slow it to me it's always like this is about sex right like all these cults are either about sex or power and and a lot of the times they're one in the same and it's hard to, to tell what which one is dominant but for this guy it was like if it was about sex he was playing the long game dude and he was really playing the long game for sex am i right elliot uh for sure steve i think you're 100 percent right yeah yeah but here's the thing about it joe if, wait is that because he wasn't boning right away he wasn't boning right away he was kind of wow. like he was like first of all look at me worship me look at how awesome i am look at how normal it is that i come around and kiss you on the lips and look at how honored everyone is by the fact that you're seeing me kiss other people on the lips. Now you want to be kissed on the lips. And then it was like, this, I did. like when I watched it, I was like, I mean, are you kidding me? me on the lips? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, it's just nice. And they, they just normal. He just normalized all this like really strange behavior, like talking incredibly close a kiss. to your face. It's just a warm hug for your mouth. 
I think That's he just it. he just like groomed all of these people, and it took it took a literally really he gave long... them puppy cuts. Totally, <laughs> and then and then it got to a point where he was like, hey, he would like send these like secret correspondence through his like his like admirals or whatever the fuck he called them. And, and they would send these secret correspondence to the, to the ones that he really wanted to have sex with. And they would be like these messages that were like, well, they, what was his name? Kevin or what? what? I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but they were like, he wants, they, he, Dale, he wants to, to have a secret or a, a, a one-on-one session with you. And you're part of now you're part of like a secret tier of the cult. And it's like, all right, well, here comes the sex now. Right. (laughs) So that's where that's where the sex comes in. It takes a really long time and you got to like you got to like work your way up. But um, but here's the thing, Joe, it's not necessarily like a depressing documentary. Most most cult um, focused documentaries kind of do seem like man what like when you get down to the bottom of it you're like these people were just easily influenced and were taken advantage of and it's really sad but the but the silver lining is is most people figure it out before it's too late and then you're like yay and then so like there's a happy ending to a lot of these <laughs> i think so what documentary christmas did you watch was, christmas was good <laughs> I think you should watch it. But anyway, the reason why I brought it up at all is because in the Nexium one, because we were talking about kissing, he just kisses everybody on the lips and it's so weird. But in the documentary, they like, I don't know if I talked about this, but in post, they added like the kiss sound. Because because they don't. That's funny. And you, you don't funny. notice it unless you're like really <laughs> listening for it. And excellent reason, observation, Steve. Excellent the reason why I observed this is because, you know, they're <laughs> so u- funny. They're using footage of like Nexium, like uh, BTS stuff and like seminars where like the, he had a camera crew following him around to get like the ins and outs of the, of the cult or whatever. And a lot of times they're not using that audio. So like a lot of times, you know, and you can't hear conversations that are happening across the room because nobody's mic'd up or anything. It's just like literally someone walking around with a camera at a party. And so you'll see him like far away, just give someone a kiss on their lips. And you'll hear like this clean microphone right up to your mouth, like kiss sound. <laughs> and it's like, nah, you guys are adding this in post. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's like you want it to be more pronounced that he's he's kissing people on the lips. And I felt like that was kind of like driving the the story you, using you should go in do a supercut and like first you like at the beginning of the video you make a little like minute long social video for instagram or twitter where you just tee it off and you're like did you guys notice that they do this in this documentary <laughs> here's some examples but then i want you to I'll re-voice over the kisses and like, mwah. Mwah. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> just asmr kisses yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, like do two real ones at the beginning of the video uh-huh. and then just go off the rails until yeah. all right you know what tone. i'm gonna do it i think it's really funny um christmas back to that was good for you both i know you were by yourself steve how was it um well christmas day was uh was wonderful because i woke up and i watched wonder woman 84 and um uh, which we can talk about if you want <laughs> i started watching it at like 9 a.m right when it popped up 
and three days later it was over. Well, I had like a Zoom <laughs> call scheduled with my family because we were going to do like a big Zoom Christmas where we like opened up the gifts we got for each other Cute. on Zoom and stuff. And it worked out really well. I got to hang out with my nephews and talk to them about shit. And I gave them the... Um, the Santa on a pa- Santa on a panda thing. Oh, cute! That Good. Todd sent us. From yeah, Toddland from Toddland, and I and I told them emphasis on the song. There's a song yep. that goes along with it, and so, but they're just man, the kids are so cute, and they loved it. I, they just, you know, when you have nephews, you just shower them with toys, and you want to be the best uncle, so you want to get them but all. The- not nieces. <laughs> nah, fuck That's the true. nieces. I don't have nieces. Nieces just get. <laughs> Nieces just get sloppy kisses on the mouth, you know? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Nieces get stitches. Yeah, yeah. Nieces get stitches. Yeah, sewing kits is what he means, because they're women. Um, But yeah, it was nice, despite the fact that it was, this is my second Christmas spent alone. Last year was like, sort of by choice, I could have gone to Hawaii, and I'm such an idiot for not going. But I was like, it was my opportunity to spend a Christmas alone, and I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And this will this, never happen again. Yeah, I was like, next year I'll go to Hawaii and I'll be great. And then, you know, unforeseen circumstances. Um, but I decided to stay home just to be safe. And it was really nice, man. I played video games and I smoked a lot of weed and I watched movies and I hung out with my family. And it was very nice. You were 14. Great. Elliot, how was yours? It was beautiful. <laughs> I had a great time. I will say I've never seen, uh, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, but it, it went under my radar. But... um. On Christmas Eve, I saw the Muppets Family special or Christmas special. Have you seen Muppet that Family Christmas? Muppet Family Christmas, yeah. And uh, it had me just in nieces or stitches, sorry. Uh, ah, the whole time. And, ah. uh, but truly, it was so funny and so Christmassy. And I can't believe I missed it. But it's like, I, I, it's, it's late to talk about it now. But for anyone who's listening, if uh, next year rolls around and you want to feel Christmassy, it's on YouTube. But I found it through Hank Green's Instagram because he commented on how it's ripped. It's on YouTube. It's like the only place I guess it's available. And it's ripped from TV. And at the end, the credits start rolling and all the Muppets are like SNL waving <laughs> and everything. That. Yeah, and then an, uh, a voiceover for like the eleven o'clock news comes on from nineteen eighty seven, and it's like, what do you do with a doomed baby? Do you sell their parts to help other babies? And so oh it's like really late at night, God. and like it's Christmas Eve, and I'm like, I know it's yeah. coming, and I know it's, I can't wait to hear it. And like clockwork, it came, and I was like, this is the perfect way to end uh, Christmas Eve. So yeah, cl- it was all lovely. The clickbait coming in hot on on uh, on the news back in yeah, doomed right, 1987 baby. clickbait. Yeah, doomed. <laughs> Click a baby. doomed baby. If your baby has a cold, should you sell its organs to other babies? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Not terminally ill. Doomed. Uh, Hank, Hank Green's commentary on that moment was also very funny, which leads me to to, to want to talk about, like, I haven't seen... It's not like Hank Green and John Green ever went away in any capacity. No. They, they, you know, they, they're basically, like, forefathers of everything that we're doing and... and, and and also of expanding it in different types of ways. But even saying that, I've never seen like a weird online internet creator resurgence quite like I'm watching with Hank. That's amazing. Hank's like re big again in an online video capacity in a way that I think is better and bigger than what he was before. 
connecting to a even yeah. younger generation <laughs> oh. like in a really cool Bill Nye the science guy type of way but also very funny and also isn't afraid to say fuck while he talks about smart shit and I love it I love what he's doing with TikTok, Is that TikTok? And Instagram. Okay, and stuff. okay, uh, yeah, that's yeah. TikTok, but he he'll like repost it on Instagram. Yeah, I commented on one of them like a week ago, and I was like, Hank now point oh is my favorite Hank. Like, yeah, he's on he's on top of his uh, game for sure. Well, that's the thing. It's um, like YouTube changed. They didn't change. They were always doing they were doing the same shit, but YouTube the whole YouTube thing changed, and so they were just like, all right, well, we can't do. The YouTube thing, and they kind of like they they pushed away from VidCon, right? Like they they kind of backed away a little bit. I, they're not. They don't. I think they sold it to Viacom, right? And, right. Um, and they're just like in in a different type of capacity. But even what he's doing on TikTok was never what he was doing on YouTube and stuff back. Right. In the but day. what I'm it's trying to say is, really is that he moved awesome. from the evolving YouTube thing being like sure. not so much and then looked for a new way to kind of like. But he's do. still there too. Anyways, I just like what he's doing. It's it's, it's really bite good. size. It's digestible. I learn every mm. single time I watch one of its things, and I'm also entertained. It's perfect. Uh, it's perfect. Joe, how was your Christmas? Yeah, don't skip Laid back. On. Super laid back. We played board games. We watched Soul, and we watched Wonder Woman. Uh, one of those was okay. <laughs> I stopped watching. I really liked Soul. I did stop watching um, Wonder Woman about... Yeah. 10 minutes in because it looks like it's set in the 80s i'm stupid yeah yeah kind and it's of. actually more of a gimmick <laughs> than anything because they don't even lean into it at all it's like no, just, not a great movie it's just a gimmick it's like um, there's no really 80s. there's not even any uh, 80s music i was like where's the 80s music if they're leaning into this 80s thing so hard where's the fucking 80s music anyway yeah. i'm bummed out by that <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll well, finish watching a, it. Simply. Love Soul, though. I no, like don't it. finish watching it. Just listen to us talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You don't have to worry about spoilers, but people who do want to watch the show. I can't. I don't remember anybody being excited about it, being like, <laughs> I think everybody was excited about it, but then there was like, oh. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen I don't online like what the reaction is. Belabor the hate. Like, it's there's a lot of hate. I don't want to belabor the hate too much. Um, it just, it wasn't great. Especially you thought it would be an improvement from the first and it ne wasn't necessarily. But I will spin a positive out of it. And I was talking to Steve about it. I believe so much in the on the on screen chemistry of Pine and Gal Gadot. Yeah, <laughs> they are so good. Um, it like it. She's I great. fall in love with them as I see them fall in love and like indulge in each other. And I think they could do a Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks slew of like, uh, you've got male yeah. sleepless in Seattle romantic comedies, and I would be on board. Bring back the '90s romantic comedies with those two, and I'm in. Yeah, that's a I great agree. idea, John. That's it. I um, think you Soul could also great. bring back the '90s romantic comedies with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan again if we're just <laughs> throwing in true. requests. <laughs> I, I would I, love I, another one. I'd love never... a you got mail too. I never thought I'd um I'd actually say that. Well, I maybe I thought I'd say this, but like if they if we could just like push through the '80s nostalgia because I love it, and we could keep doing stuff like Stranger Things and and stuff like that, and I think that'll be fine. But like I think this is proof that like the '80s gimmick isn't really like I don't know. Maybe we're over it. Let's move into the '90s now. Let's do some, well, you can let's do some '90s shit, like Elliot was saying. 
hyper colors we'll and see no man like the 90s but like we'll bring in 90s rom-coms we'll like do those again and we'll have gal gadot and chris pine be is it gadot it's gadot yeah wow yeah see waiting Learning. for gadot I, I don't i've made a note not to learn anything before <laughs> the new year my new year's resolution um, is to not learn anything no yeah i was like i don't want to learn anything else in 2020 and now i've already <laughs> broken it <laughs> So yeah, we were laid back. It was nice. It was it was like, I think if a lot of families probably felt this a little bit, but we've all been stuck in the house for a year, the apartment for a year, and Christmas was another day of being stuck in the apartment, and I think that affected the cheer a little bit, just because it was just, hey, we've been doing this forever. Same with the Christmas break little routine. for the Yeah. A little routine, but it was still nice. We had a good time. I was impressed with my daughter this year. She, you know, she got together all her humble scraps of finances and she bought presents for everybody Aww. with her own money. How the hell is this... she getting money, Joe? Are you I know her are to work? You, you watching that paper trail or I have yeah. I have I have paid her this year. Yeah. Whenever she jumps into a brand deal like on Instagram, I pay her as if somebody that is uh being paid. So she realizes she shouldn't be screwed in this industry. And what all kind right. of um, um really quickly Joe, sorry Yeah, real quick Joe. What kind of four oh one K are you providing her? Are you doing any sort of health insurance or is it just straight have, up flat pad absolutely absolutely not absolutely okay absolutely right. not okay it's still a freelance she's a freelancer and just um, just anyways. just yes or no pension absolutely not okay sorry and no you own the rights in perpetuity if you get value for these deals yes later. i can repurpose them on any platform in any way that i want that's a good question both advertising and entertainment Thank wise you. Okay. okay well if she needs anyone to talk to she knows who to call yeah. steve i also get I, I i i threw it in the contract and it's not maybe typical but i also own her holographic rights for the rest of time so okay let me write this Whoops. down let me write this down really quick yeah you got that steve all right well that's a and good writing h-o-l-o-g-r-a-p-h-i fuck i fucked up does anybody have an eraser <laughs> that's good yeah i got an eraser right here thanks man let me have that Thank steve you. you're, un you're dying you're underwater <laughs> that's a good sound but anyway, she bought very thoughtful gifts for everybody. She bought me this Nintendo Oh, cool. That is super thoughtful. <laughs> I was went just going to compliment Etsy. on it. Yeah, she went to Etsy, and it was handmade. She also went to Etsy and had somebody make a handmade Dream Warriors t-shirt oh, for me. Oh, I saw me. that! <laughs> uh, <which laughs> and that just, it was just, like, thoughtful, and it was sweet of her, and I was really proud of her in that capacity while... Which yeah. is good because I need that as I watch her totally be a teenager and battle my wife on a daily basis. Moments of a, I can't even comprehend. Yeah, moments of thoughtfulness on Christmas. You can't get anything better than that. Yeah, it's nice. Did you so guys? It was really cute. Did you make a good meal? Did you have a good good Christmas meal? I made a London broil in Ooh. the instant pot the night before. I thought you couldn't travel during the holidays. <laughs> and look, look at you go. <laughs> you guys want to see? Foggy looks okay. You guys want to see what I yeah, got? What are you guys' favorite gifts? Whoa, what the out. fuck is that? What it's is a, it? It's a lamp. For those of you who aren't seeing on the video, it's a lamp. It's very modern looking. It plugs in using a USB, but the way you power it. Those go you in your butt. Separate, these go in your butt. You separate <laughs> these, and it turns <gasps> off. Oh, so it's like magnetic connect. And then it goes magnet, yeah, and you can reconnect it. Wow. Oh, so 
so it, it yeah it connects the the two sources via magnetism yeah magnetism. what happens when you yeah. put a third magnet into the equation have you done that yet what happens I when you put it in the microwave that. have you done that I yet wouldn't. no i'm gonna i'm gonna shower with it and see what happens here's the deal nice. from there i like if, that if elliot adds Magnets, another magnet man. in there those work he's gonna travel through time and i don't want elliot to be the first time traveler because he'll fuck shit up real bad it depends on if i go to future <laughs> or past that's true I guess that's true. That's true. That's very do you true. Think, do you think I, if everything you know about me, I'm going to travel into the past? Well, I don't think you have a choice. <laughs> I don't, I don't... I'll be going into the future to what get What if you don't have a numbers. choice? What if you don't have a choice? Mm, that's a good point. <clears throat> then, yes, um, I will mess everything up. Elliot, talk to me about that big-ass book that Grace got you. That is a book called The Red Book by a guy named C.G. Jung, who makes a cameo in the movie Soul for a moment, I, I which was, was really I, cool to see. I thought about you. I was like, Elliot's yeah. going to love it. They loved it. Yeah. Uh, my brother texted me and told me, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see it. But uh, yeah, he, he, he went a little crazy in the early 1900s and uh, wrote this big book that he asked people not to publish because he was worried that it would make people think he was crazy. And then Way to honor his wishes. Decades went by and they, they uh, decided by committee and democracy to, to publish it. His ancestors did. And it's just a really cool book. Capitalism. It's, it's very capitalism, exactly. And, uh, it's like when the Michael Jackson uh, estate was like, you know, we got to release these songs that are real bad just to milk mm-hmm. a little... <laughs> That he never wanted released. He would want them out. Yeah, he would want these demos that aren't good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a very cool book, and it's got like a bunch of neat pictures and translations, but um, it's, was, it's referred to as his encounter with the unconscious, uh, and Ooh. it was after he broke with Freud. And then uh, they published it just in this really like facsimile version with a translation at the end. And it's the first book I've ever owned that I'm scared to to touch too much with dirty fingers. So I'm excited about it. I know. Isn't it interesting when you get a nice big book? You're like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I know. I, I, it's I'm gonna ruin giant. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really cool. And then I got Grace her cheeseburger stool. And uh, yeah, that was that was the <laughs> big that. big haul. Yeah, a bunch Wait, of good. Wait, did stuff. that big red book come with a with a dust cover? Thank goodness it does, yeah. But that's what you oh, saw in the, if you saw the photo. It has a nice dust cover on it, though. It's a cool I don't, one. I don't, I don't take a stand on many things, but, man, fuck dust covers. I hate them so much. Yeah. I Whoa, hate them. what a I weird hate them. take. I hate them. They make me so angry. I get they're it. Just, they're, they're so inconvenient. They're flopping they're, around. They're flopping around. They don't even... Icky. Books are meant to be dusty. Icky. Books are meant to be dusty. Dust off your books, Joe. Fuck a, bu- yeah. fuck a, fuck a dust cover. No, you're right. No dust cover seems like it wants to be on the book either. It always looks like it's dying yeah. to just get off the book. <laughs> I'll tell you it's what, It's like though. an arranged marriage between it two is. people that want nothing like, to do uh, with each other. They put me on here. I got to do it. Yeah. It's, it's not soft cover. Yeah. yeah. I like a um, dust cover yeah, with, the, with the author photo in the flap. Because my thing is, is yeah. if I open up a book that I think I want to buy, and then the photo of the author is ugly, I won't buy it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Steve, uh, what was your favorite? That's gift? why Steve's never read any Harry Potter books. Hey, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not that she wasn't unattractive. I could just tell she was ugly on the inside. <laughs> that's nice. what get me away. <laughs> um. You know, I got a lot of really fun stuff that I was not expecting. I got, um, Alana sent a care package from Hawaii with like Hawaiian treats in it, like things that I love. Kona coffee? Uh, What's that? Any Kona coffee? 
or the macadamia no, nuts. That, that good, um, that good fucking heroin that you can only get on the Big Island. She's, from the top of the hills, the yeah, top of the Big Island hills. Yeah, Big Island it, black tar. She smuggled it in this little pineapple that has a zipper back here, and I and that's where the hmm. heroin was for me. And I was like, wow. holy shit, girl, you're crazy. But, you didn't have to go too far to get that. You did have a good Christmas. <laughs> I did have a good Christmas. And then I had another good Christmas the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, then uh, I had a horrible post-post Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went through the past 10 Christmases <laughs> the next day. But um, but no, it was uh, – so she sent me all these delicious treats. And then my mom, my mom, my mom gave me these like – I guess she made these like ET pillows. Oh mm. my goodness! <laughs> so she she gave me can't see it because you're in an aquarium. Hang on, let me turn off this thing. There you go. Yeah. So here's look at that. Yeah. She and made wow, that. Those are like sheets that you used to like sleep on when you were a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so there's this one, and then there's this one, and I'm trying to think of which one to hump first. I think this one's a good one. What do you, you get out of that? Big mouth, right? What do you get out of that? Being a pervert. What do you get out of that? I'm just. I can't help it. <laughs> Your mom gave you that. I mean, she, that is true. She knows <laughs> she's watching this. Right what's wrong with I you? Do. She knows what I do. <laughs> she watches my shit. <laughs> she watches everything. She knows more about me than I'd love. <laughs> she, should, uh, guys... she should open up a little Etsy. She should do a little like. Oh man, stuff. dude, she's just like a maniac with crafts and sewing and things like that. She certainly could, yeah. Um, do you guys have New Year's resolutions? No, I, I just don't think anybody's gonna make any. My New Year's resolution <laughs> oh, is to bunch. make it out of twenty twenty to get out of twenty twenty. To escape it, I get that. Yeah. Oh man, Spirit, so many people are gonna be so yeah. disappointed when it doesn't feel different at all. It never does. <laughs> It never does um, until something really good or really bad happens. Then you're like, oh, it's 2020 all over again. Well, when it's, like, things are good, too, it's like you don't know that they're good because you're all calm and peaceful. Now, the 2020 has just been so loud that even if 2021 is quiet, I think people aren't going to notice that it's objectively better, even if it is. Like if That's somehow my... nothing happens. Yeah. If somehow like just no quiet. Yeah, then I, I think that would be wonderful. It would be like, <laughs> right? Like, imagine yeah. if yeah. we got back to the news cycle where it was like, you know, is your ba is your doomed baby good for harvesting organs? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we get back, yeah, to that stuff news. like that. Like, baby, <laughs> if we could get back to the era of source fed ish news, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Where only Florida is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> just Florida. the good old days. <laughs> That's it. Um, my only <coughs> like the one that I have in the back of my mind is it's not clever and it's not uh it's it's very no, typical. None of mine. Are, I'm yeah. just like screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna try to find the time to get back in shape. Go start running yeah, again and stuff. That's like that. a good one. Got to drop that's that uh, that quarantine fifteen. They say you know they you know they say. I don't even know <laughs> if I did that. I don't think I got that fifteen. I just think I just got like more just a, a, a amorphous version of myself and i don't yeah. want to be that anymore. Yeah, yeah i was I telling alana like you know at least i you know when we would work when we were working at the office we'd take those like really nice walks around the, the neighborhood sometimes and i was like just eliminating those out of my life has like been a serious detriment to my health yeah because it's mm. like th that was like an every other day occurrence where we would like walk around like outside together and it's just like man i need to i need to figure out i need to just like go outside just like throw clothes on go outside like like watching soul 
to me made me like as soon as the credits rolled i was like i'm putting pants on i'm going outside and i'm just gonna listen to music and look at the trees and look at the sky and just appreciate life and get out of my box of an apartment it just really inspired me to be like i i think i just need to go on more walks and enjoy life a little bit more outside of the technology outside of the black mirrors yeah so many people i think in our age group adults uh really enjoyed soul i i've did kids like soul it's a great I question think, it I was think... pretty heady joe i've been wondering we very were talking about the same thing and i i don't know i don't know what the consensus is I think that if you put little colorful jumping around minion like characters and shit, you get kids at least looking at it. And I, I don't know, like I, you know, it's a cartoon, right? Like, My kids were pretty like, meh. I don't think they'll ever watch it again. Well, at least not now, but maybe later. Well, that's race. That's just too, racism. Yeah. That's just racism, plain and simple. for sure. Uh, what was the lead character's name? Uh, uh, let's let's Jamie call him Fox. Hal. Let's, uh, yeah. let's call him Hal. Ben Meckler had one of my favorite tweets about it, where he was like, trying to envision a kid asking for a Hal toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was trying to envision a kid asking for a toy of the old man from Up. I think Pixar just makes these like you're always going to get some character that's like maybe not the the best main character, but there's always going to be some cute sidekick that's going to keep the kids laughing and, and kind of entertained. I, I do think it would be funny if they started making toys out of the lost souls that that like wander yeah. the sand and make little plush dolls. But then be like, <laughs> here's your lost soul and you can give that to a kid. That's pretty funny. I just uh, oh you know what they would do I got it here if I was a, uh, an Imagineer with Disney that's such a great idea uh, Elliot what you would do you would have a collection of these lost souls and what and there's a bunch of these toys out there where if you dip them in water or you oh, clean yeah, them yeah, yeah. another toy comes out Hot so you water. get this sandy lost toll, uh, soul and you wash it oh, in the bath with you or something and then it reveals uh, the the cool toy or whatever you can make them and out it of could a also bath be bomb like, material mm -hmm. yeah and it could also be like. Uh, like souls from the past, like Jung and all these Jung, others, which would the be really fun too. Yeah. And then, yeah. and so we'll be the like the the fresh new creative guys in the boardroom, and we're dressed exactly like we are with all these Disney executives, and we're like wearing jeans. We're like you make it out of a <laughs> bath bomb, and then inside is the beautiful thing, and then you learn what your personality is. Maybe kids are gonna love it, and then someone in the other side of the room is like. Well, you know, bath toys lead to potential drownings, and so we can't do those. Do you, do you guys just want to like put everything on streaming? Correct. Yeah! Correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just uh, like the thing that made me the happiest about Soul was that you've got the like afraid of living, afraid of dying, like like kind of like thing going on, and you've got those two yeah, like. Great. Um, personalities hanging out together and one it. of them is like the whole time like my life didn't mean anything and look at all this boring shit i did and i'm not great and then the other one is like i don't want to go out and do all this great shit and then they learn that like you don't have to go out and worry about doing great shit 
living life in any kind of capacity is is as great as being like a fucking philosopher or whatever. And I thought that was such a simple, beautiful message that shone through very well. And even if your kids, Joe, who are unaffected by terrifying horror movies and uh, obsessed with Fortnite, <laughs> if they weren't specifically into it, there are so many kids, I hope, that are like feeling the fear of going outside or feeling the fear of becoming nothing and seeing something like that and feeling comforted by it. And I think that's a beautiful What's, thing. Yeah. Even What's if, nice is that if the, Oh, go ahead. After Alex, you, sorry. Joe. Yeah. No, go for it. You, I'm probably going to say the same thing. I was going to like, it's just, if they're not seeing it now, it's nice to know that when they do start feeling those feelings or are able to make the connection, that thing is there for them exactly to, yeah. to go back. Exactly. Yeah. It's getting and in I, there on some level. And unfortunately, it does seem like there isn't much for like a kid to want to go back to unless they're super into like music or or like, you know, um, into like existential <laughs> crises. I don't know. But like um, but I I'd hope that someday, you know, Disney Plus just has like the Pixar gold collection or something. And then kids can just like go back through all the old Pixar movies and be like, well, why didn't I like that so much as a kid? And then you're like, oh shit, this is like mind blowing lessons here that like I wasn't taking in. You know, we've all gone through that when we grow up and we watch a movie we didn't quite understand as a kid, uh -huh. right? Oh, for sure. And it goes both ways, the ones that you love that you don't love as much now. Elliot, you described it perfectly, it's heady. And maybe, and I think maybe I'm not giving kids enough credit right now, which is a typical old guy thing to do, but... <laughs> uh, it's what's nice about the movie the more we're, we're sitting here talking about it is that it doesn't talk down and it doesn't dumb itself down it's very smart and there are some just like like layer onion layer jokes in there in moments yeah. especially with the uh, the curvy little like representation oh, of existence gods or whatever the hell the fates whatever we want to call them yeah just a lot of smart yeah, like Fun quantum stuff. uh like quantum layers or something that i'm appearing in a form that your human feeble brain can actually <laughs> comprehend and it's just everything's one single line. i thought it was a really beautiful like like visually beautiful uh film i did think though that the comedy was a little lacking especially with like i think they really wanted the uh accountant guy to be a lot funnier mm. than what he was and it just didn't land but i did like the pirate dude the the new ag i loved spinner. that guy um, that was great. Which, Graham Norton was the voice of that guy. But... Oh, is that oh, was who it was? Okay. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever think, do you guys think maybe one of your um, New Year's resolutions might be to cook more meals at home? I'd love Possibly. to, Elliot. I wish there was like a service that would help us do that. Well, I just never, to... I don't like going to the grocery store, Elliot. Well, let me tell you guys something. This is the ad portion of the program. With HelloFresh, guys, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store. It makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. I didn't know that. Congratulations, HelloFresh. HelloFresh cuts out stressful <laughs> meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers 23-plus recipes each week. What is that, like at least 24? Featuring a range of flavors, Damn. cuisines, 
proteins and ingredients, so you'll never ever get bored. Eating healthier has never been easier with low-cal, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options every week, and no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers, so you can cut down on your grocery bills, and HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. HelloFresh's Easy Eats offering has a tons of quick and easy meal solutions like oven ready and 10 to 20 minute meals perfect for your busy mm. schedule alright now yeah. uh, we've all used HelloFresh we love it you love it guys if you've never tried a meal kit it truly is wonderful it really is fun to make it takes usually about half an hour um, for the ones that I make I currently have a rack of ribs from HelloFresh defrosting on the mm. kitchen counter currently because they have that kind of stuff and you pop it in your oven for like 45 minutes and you're good to go it's so delicious joe what do you think you know what the good part is about it that i love I, when daniel told us we were going to have this for an ad read i was like hell yeah i'm gonna ad read the hell out of that it, oh, i'm sorry it, it's daunting at first you see all these ingredients that you're like oh i've never used any of this before i've never and then you make it you get over that hump and then you make it and you feel like a cuisine god and it tastes delicious and it you're like delicious. oh I, I just took all that fresh stuff, and it's, it proves to you that, oh, I, all this pre-made stuff I don't need to do, and I have the capabilities to make this stuff. It's great. It's very inspired. I, 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 it I, makes you feel good as yeah. a person. Yeah. And yes, so, guys, if you're if you're interested in this very good ad read for this product that's very good, we can help you out even more. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast10 and use code ValleyCast10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash ValleyCast10 and use code ValleyCast10 for 10 free meals, Whoa. including free shipping. Okay? That's pretty crazy. And it's That's also... Great. It's America's number one meal kit, guys, and I would be proud of that, too, if I was HelloFresh, so I can understand why they're emphasizing me saying that a third time. Okay? Mm. Congratulations, HelloFresh. Mm. HelloFresh. Um, anyway. So good. So good. So good. Um, okay. I got a... So I wanted to do, I sent you guys a text over the break, and I wanted to do it, I'll talk about it one more time on the podcast, um, and just kind of reflect on 2020 from a Valley folk standpoint, because it's so easy, especially going through a year like this, to kind of forget some of the cool things that we've done, and I think it's a testament to, to Kevin and the people we've worked with, and you guys, and most of all, the fans that have stuck with us through 2020 and the insanity of it. To just kind of like reflect and say thank you for allowing us to do these things because it feels like <laughs> at times we were sitting here oh we're not we're not doing enough because we're all stuck at home but we did a lot this year we did so much and i wanted to say thank you to you guys and also the fans for helping us do that and it started off with going on a dope tour mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year that feels like it was three years ago yeah it's crazy yeah. how long ago it feels yeah and I loved I, That's it. Was, the last it was time, so much fun. Oh, I was going to say that was the last time we all traveled, but no, you guys traveled since then. Mm -hmm. uh, I took a and little I, quarantine drive, but yeah. I yeah. went to, yeah, no, I went to London. Utah. Yeah, I definitely traveled right like the week after, I think, we got back from the tour. So uh, that's I, fresher, probably, going to London rather than being on the still tour. Still, because it's, it was so surreal, it was like the very last time. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was a long, Dude, oh, I, and then Hawaii, yeah. I have a memory uh, of being in the the um, uh, Guy Fieri's like trash heap restaurant yeah. at the <laughs> right airport. Right at the beginning. <laughs> the hey, here we go. Just waiting for Joe and with our bowl of bacon. Yep. <laughs> we we asked for a bowl of bacon. With a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joe showed up and we were all just kind of like, 
All right, here we go. We're about to go on a tour. This is, and I, in my brain, I was like, God, so many flights, so many flights, so many flights. And and now I'm just like, I want to go on so many flights. I want to go on so many flights. It's just so different. Yeah, it was yeah, wonderful. It was, it was a, a very successful uh, little, little jaunt. But to your overall point, Joe, yeah, it also seems like every time this uh little thing that we got going looks like it's gonna go away something happens that keeps it going and uh movie movie game is the most recent and obvious example of it but it's very interesting that it's sort of like it's like we i feel like we're a basketball that keeps getting alley-ooped into the the basket like it just keeps getting we <laughs> land there eventually we're so. just i keep we're describing it as defibrillator pumps that's the, the first sports metaphor i've used in like 20 years so thanks <laughs> thanks for making me a part of this well we're not gonna go down without a fight damn it and i think we you know we've got the we've got the tools and the know-how we've got a great audience behind us and that constantly surprise yeah. us and I, we you know we take all these big chances and we put out all this stuff and a lot of things are just kind of like throwing caution to the wind and hoping people like it and it's just worked out and it's very mm -hmm. sobering and strange and something to reflect on when the new year comes around for sure for sure yeah i mean it started with the tour and it kind of ended with this kickstarter and that's kind of the bookends of, the, of 2020 for us. But so yeah. much cool stuff happened in between as well. Uh, Steve, you you produced the hell out of that Cats uh, <laughs> RPG, which was a big deal. And it was different. And, and I think super creative. Feels again like two years ago. Like yeah. uh, Kevin destroyed what I would consider destroyed in a good way. When we were doing your show remotely for so long, I think he made some of the most engaging like quarantine zoom edits that I've seen out there from like the late night hosts all the way down to YouTube content. I mean, he I just great job. I, agree. I just love that. Cause there's so many editors that you can give a bunch of footage to and they'll just linearly throw it all on a timeline and then give it to you. And you're like, this is exactly what we thought it was. Thank you. And then you give it to someone like Kevin and you're like, oh, my God, you went somewhere we never thought you could go. And it's it's a million times better than what we thought it was going to be. Yep. And he's so good at that. And I'm, we're just so blessed to have someone that's like they've got that drive to want to make something so better than what they're looking at. <laughs> And, and having he, fun you can tell he like imbibes everything yes. he's doing with so yes. much care and love and it's like okay that's so and it allows us then to feel comfortable with the nonsense because we know we're handing it off to someone who is uh, yeah, going to make it better than what it would be it took a while to beat to like let the su the surprise of him constantly surprising us with really good edits of our decent stuff and and then once we got the hang of it then we learned to expect it and now we expect it of him and now it's too late he's already he's too deep in he's that we deep. just expect <laughs> even great greater things as we go along it's uh he's got a superpower it's not it's because he's not just an editor kevin's a storyteller so right. he's able to take bits and pieces of just like here's 20 people for a movie movie game where there isn't a story and there isn't a narrative and he weaves together three narratives through a movie movie game edit into and, and tells a story somehow between disjointed clips and anyways very mm -hmm. very also, grateful for for the yeah, young man and in addition to being a good storyteller he's a very just like super attractive like really good looking yeah he's got a good raw like mm -hmm. energy about sturdy like a, shoulders something about yeah that's yeah, got some kind of like i don't know yeah, like, he, blood flow 
and even though he's like he looks like a 12 year old as soon as he his body catches up with the normal um growth of a human he'll, he's going to yeah. he's going to do he's going to have like an Elliot transformation i feel like like if you That's look really at early idea. source fed Elliot you're like who's that woman and then later on you're like whoa this guy is a hot hunk i was a worm woman I think that's going to happen. Yeah, early at SourceFed was a Pixar character. <laughs> yeah. I was uh yeah, I was the bare soul that hadn't put enough sand yeah. on yet. <laughs> the lost Smooth soul. lines like uh-huh. you were more like you were skinny but you were rounded edges. It was crazy. Yeah, you yeah. could see the idea that a person that that soul could one day inhabit a person, but it was going to take a while. Yeah, right. you looked like the goo that fell off of like somebody in an alien movie before it like cloned up and became that new person. You were still uh-huh. forming. Like your your edges were still For, getting to 100%. Fight. Yeah. Yeah, in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then I just like um I I want to shout out the the cool things that I'm really proud of this year that we did and the audience really stepped up for. Um the the fundraiser for the BLM movement. I'm really proud that we did that and that was 100%. That blew my mind. Really great live stream. And again, that's the community. So thank you to the community. And thank you to the community also for um, stepping up and and turning out for our voting, um, not challenge, but the thing where we tried to get everybody to get out and vote and register. I'm proud of those two things a lot because those, you know, those are those echo outside of us. Yeah, we were um, a three for three on uh, on audience uh engagement goals like by a long shot with the mm-hmm. the blm and then um the voting thing it's like every time like ah man yeah, yeah and then boom it like explodes it's amazing yeah so i mean that's a testament to you know the audience that's that that that's stuck around since SourceFed. the audience that stuck around this year uh, more than it not all of them though else. so thank and you and the ones who didn't do it we're t- then that doesn't apply to you so <laughs> Yeah, if you didn't do it, you should be like, whoa, how did I miss that? And also, maybe you should think about, like, who you are as a person, like, at that point. Yeah, maybe your your, your New Year's resolution should be to, you know, head on over to patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk and and start, you know, it's time for you to show up. Or maybe, like, even simpler, like, maybe your New Year's resolution should be to just, like, listen. (laughs) Just... Just maybe, shut up and maybe just, listen. Just like listen, you know. <laughs> You're right. Zip it up and listen. Yeah, you know listen. Open your ears, for God's sakes. <laughs> Close your eyes and give a little listen. Open your ears. We have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyways, 2020, a lot of cool things. A lot of fun videos in there that I think we forget we made. There's a there's a lot of stuff, and I went back and kind of perused it. Yeah, Joe, I got to give you a shout out because you made you texted us um, this like super long text that was just like a a list of all the things that we did this year, and it was such a necessary thing to see, and it was so it was so wonderful that you did that, Um, and I really appreciate you doing that. It's and and. I just wanted to thank you and give you a shout out for that because that's oh. a wonderful thing that sure. that um, I wasn't gonna do, <laughs> and I don't think Elliot was gonna do that either. But you, I didn't even see the text. I don't even know. The <laughs> 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 
I'll look back through my stuff. I'll go back. Yeah, I'll, I'll guess I'll go through. <laughs> but no, it was it was wonderful that you did that, Joe. Um, it was a needed uh, thing. It, it just really helped a lot during a time when I was feeling kind of like, I, don't, I, I just don't like, what do we do? Like, like we have Santa Steve as kind of like the last big piece of content before we move into to the new year. But like, what's the next thing? Like, what are we doing? Like, I like in next year, are we going to like fucking make a movie? Are we going to make a TV show? What are we going to do? You know, and no, we're going to finish a board game first. <laughs> right, right. But I was thinking like all of those things on that list really, yeah. really count. And I think it kind of connects back to soul in a lot of ways. And in soul, they were like, we made soul. We made it. We, we did I mean, it. we just we just needed to listen to soul because soul was saying, you know, we because humans are just constantly striving for better and bigger and the next big thing. And what's the next big thing? And it's like, yeah, but. Look at all this shit we did. We deserve to take a deep breath. We we made it through this fucking pandemic along with so many people. I mean, I don't know. I can't say we made it through, but we've so far we've made it through. <laughs> and we'll see what happens when this vaccine starts to roll out. But against all odds, we've just put all of our efforts and our work and we've picked each other up while we were down and we've raised each other up while we're high. And it's just kind of the 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 way that we move and work. And I think if we're focused on the big, big, big success, like what's the next big thing, then we're just going to be stuck never being satisfied with what we've already done. And and it's not to say that we should stop or anything or that we're at the end, but it's like we should just be satisfied with where we are, what we have, and what we've made. And I think that's very important for us to reflect on as a company as well. Yeah, very well said, reflection leads to like inspiration you know totally like totally um makes you realize that there's things that you can do and that's what the kickstarter and the community that backed that has kind of reminded me is like well, we can do things we have I to was, be okay with that yeah you guys just weren't into the idea of like i was thinking about doing these like pre-portioned like meal kits for people that could, like, <laughs> and you you guys were like that's stupid there's already a number one company out there for that and i was like all right i guess that's what's dumb i'll go so be over here effing myself <laughs> yeah but then we but, but then we listened just like we yeah, were saying you're right and then we found yeah. out and that there you there, go that there's hello fresh <laughs> yeah, right, so right. so like we were saying going into 2021 you know the beginning of it and i'm still that's what i'll be doing here all day just doing creative trying to get uh movie movie game done quick like a little update for that is that we've talked to manufacturers we're, we're narrowing down who we'll stick with with that i'm like two-thirds of the way through the creative um we're messing with box art and stuff it's it's exciting we're taking steps and we're, we're hopefully going to be ahead of schedule on all of that um but then there's two other cool things that might happen before the end of this year one for or one is going to start off the year on the first i think this friday and that is the de debut of andy mogren's pterodactyl oh, yeah beautiful yeah i'm so all, stoked about that <laughs> very excited for him so go to movie like wait. i think it's youtube.com slash movie night and it's uh he's gonna debut this thing that he's been working on for years we're Dude. all in it but it's He's so can good, I, and it's. Can I say uh, something about? Can I say something about the pterodactyl thing? I was say yeah. something. Listen, uh, you like you said, Andy's been working on this for years, but in the movie is like um, Noah, who I love dearly. We all love dearly. But I saw <laughs> that Grossman. he posted it. Noah Grossman, um, Noah Smoshman, and I clicked on some of the comments after he had posted the clip of it, <laughs> and there's all uh. these like kids who are like noah this is like 
all green screen. Like this is like because Noah's realize? like this is like an artistic like Noah's like really funny about it. He's like it's like an artistic thing I'm super proud of, and it's like an insane looking thing. And all there's so many comments are like. Noah, what are you talking about? This is like so many. This is just a green. Like this looks like really cheap and like really green. And he was like, "What are you talking about?" Like he got kind of like yes and in it. But I was like, "It's." I was like, "They don't understand how." I guess it's like a broken brain thing. But I think it's one of the funniest types of like creating content and most original types of creating content. And I know the amount of work that he's put into it. And just the writing alone is so funny and I can't wait to see it. But, and the concept is so insanely stupid that it's an undeniably <laughs> funny idea. And I was like, I was like, oh, I just want to like hit these kids who don't understand, but they'll get it one day. So Dude, Andy, it's, it's very it, sweet. Andy Milgren is one of my favorite new filmmakers. Like not even new filmmakers. He's my, he's one of my favorite filmmakers. Yeah. Cause he just makes these things for himself, essentially. Yeah. Yep. And, and he's trying to make him and his friends laugh, and that's it. Like, yeah. And I, I, I have so much respect for it. And if you've never seen anything, you don't know what, you can't visualize what we're talking about. If you've ever seen us, our, the show we did, um, Love on the Internet, or what was it called before that? That's another thing we did. Tales from the Internet this was year. Was that this year? I, I almost said, I couldn't remember. That was this year? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Tales yeah. from the Internet with, with with all the weird animations and the Elliot Morgans and the weird body mm-hmm. morph things. Like, imagine an entire None of that movie. was green screen. That was all me. <laughs> no, those are real people. <laughs> Elliot did all of that. Just <laughs> yeah. like Eddie Murphy in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in those movies. But, um, but Andy does these, like, CG creatures and characters and then throws them into a green screen world and they're like doing this and the background's moving like they're walking and stuff and it's just we watched it in vr andy showed it to like a, a few of us and it was like dude i just died laughing the whole oh you saw it in vr movie. like the movie theater like yeah the we watched theater. it in a movie oh, cool, theater cool, in cool. vr which i think we're gonna do again which you should join us for elliot i think yeah be- let me know but um, it it was oh his dad's gonna come his dad's gonna be in VR to watch it awesome. in a theater with us. <laughs> but, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, it's, it's important to know so this was good. made because his dad is Andy's biggest fan. His dad's such a sweetheart. Bruce I Wolf. love him so much. And he he just really for years was like, when are you gonna make that pterodactyl movie? I want you to make pterodactyl. <laughs> it's like a passion project for his yeah. dad, and right. his dad's in it, and his. It's, <laughs> He's incredible. He's so good. You guys just have to see this shit. Like I know, I'm, I know we're hyping it up, but it's so fucking funny. It's the kind of shit that you're like. I mean, I don't know. This is this is a huge thing, and, and I might be I might be just too excited. But when you saw American or um, Wet Hot American Summer for the first time, you're like, "What am I looking at? This is so weird. I can't wait to show all of my friends this shit." And I feel like Pterodactyl is like that. You see it, oh, yeah. and you're like, "What the hell am I looking at? I can't wait to show everybody I know. We're gonna quote this movie forever. Like, I hope this is the one finally that Andy gets noticed for outside <laughs> of our weird group of friends." Your interaction 100%. with Andy in it is so funny. And weird. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. I love you. <laughs> it's like weird shit like that. Yeah. I, I have this this key necklace around my neck that I was like actually wearing at the time, and we just put it into the movie, and it was just like my dad gave me his balloon key, and it's like, what the fuck is a balloon key? What? Are you, what? 
Anyway, it's so good. Anyway, anyways, watch it because it's funny, but watch it also because Andy's just one of the hardest working, nicest creative people that I know, and it's worth mm-hmm. um, supporting Preach people. It. Yeah, I think so. uh, I think the URL off the top of my head is YouTube.com/c/slash/the-movie-night for anybody who wants oh, to check it out. But we can also throw yeah. it in the description. Great. Yeah, and we'll also be right? socialing the hell out of it too because we're so proud of him and we're all in it, and we're we're yeah. egotistical. Um, other than that, um, going into the new year, we're gonna try to maybe utilize Twitch Sings one more time before it disappears forever. Maybe we can turn that into a little charity stream or something, and uh, that's it. Maybe we can get Elliot to spoken word some Weezer or something. (laughs) Um, And that's our time, everybody. Thank you for this last... (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Elliot, it's for charity. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I guess if you really want me to, but I don't think it'll be good, and I don't think people will really... Yeah, that, and now I know that I say that. Now, yeah, I'll do it, whatever you... You know what we yeah. should do if we end up doing this? We should be like, if someone donates like $500 to a charity or something, whatever charity it is, Elliot will sing a random song. Like, like you, like they choose the song, and you, like, even if you don't know it, you have to just like... Steve, stop. He's reverting back into SourceFed Elliot. He's melting. He's melting! His beard's going away! No! I'm just wearing a wedding ring. <laughs> um, Guys, again, thank you for uh, supporting tw- through 2020. Thank you yes, for supporting the Happy Valley New Boat. Year. If you'd, like, if you'd like to continue doing that or would like to do it for the first time, check out patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk where there's yep. extras and bloopers and and early podcasts and, and fireside chats, which are exclusive live streams. We're trying to do what we can to make that robust. And then also oh. the movie movie Kickstarter is done. However, your ability to order the game is not done. If you, if you still go to uh, bitly.com slash the movie movie game, you can pre-order the game. You can pre-order expansion packs by themselves now. All that jazz, and we're going to keep that open up until we do our first production run. And, uh, yeah, so if you missed out on the Kickstarter but still would like to get it or gift it to somebody, there is uh, the ability to do that, and that will be in the description. The Linky Poo. That was such a great, beautiful hey, outro jump. Sh- Shrek, what the, Shrek, what the hell are you doing here, dude? We're in the oh, middle yeah. of a show, He's you son. He's dancing. Son. He's doing a TikTok. Get out of here, Shrek. What are you doing? What? Shrek. This guy's a silly little guy. We're just in the middle of a show. We're ending the show, Shrek. This is the wrong time to pop in. My son hasn't seen Shrek. I gotta, I gotta show him Shrek. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Shrek. Shrek, what the hell? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs>